Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. As I was throwing, when I threw something at him, there was a deer behind, I don't know what it was, deer, probably a doe. Yeah. It was like, you know, and it, I, I thought I was, I thought I got bit by a snake. I didn't know what happened. <laughs> Welcome to the show. We are coming to you live from the Whiskey and Whitetail Studio for episode 32 in beautiful Charleston, South Carolina. We are the hardest working people in the company. I'm Matt. I'm Gus. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for taking this initial step and in supporting our content. The 10 seconds it takes for you to follow us, hit subscribe, maybe hit a like, maybe make a comment, is 100% free for you and it helps us grow towards the next one. If you're a returning listener, we are so thankful for your support. Gus, tell these people how they can save 20%. To save 20%, they can head on over to whiskeyandwhitetails.com, check out our store, peruse around, find something they like, and use the code PODCAST at checkout to receive 20% off, with the exception of items currently on sale for our Christmas in July and our pre-order grunt tube, which is available. That is true. Pre-order. Also, for all orders made today through Friday... We'll be throwing in a Whiskey and Whitetails Rocks glass for free. Ooh, fancy. That's a bit. I didn't even pass that by anybody. I'm just making an executive, executive decision. decision. All right. This is our first film podcast, and you can subscribe, like, and comment on our YouTube page by searching for Whiskey and Whitetails. While you're there, be sure to check out some of our new content. As we just released a video Friday, we have a new one coming out Wednesday and Friday again this week. This episode is powered by Elijah Craig, Barrel Proof, B. 518. And just to quickly tell you what that means, they do three releases a year. Uh A, B, C. A is in January. Uh B is in May. Okay. C is in, I believe, September. So that's release two, B, five, May of 2018. Oh. So this is the May release of 2018, which means it's been sitting on a shelf waiting for this moment for three years 
and three months, the number 33, which is fascinating because it is 133 proof. Where is my tinfoil hat? 33, 33. 33. Nope, that's the end of the episode. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> i get this out of the way here. Cool, I'm looking forward to this. Oh, oh it's so loud. We're going to fix that, folks. 133 proof. This is a great way to start a podcast. Yep. At early in the morning. <laughs> well, but uh, Got to make content when we can. Yeah. It is 8.30 in the a.m. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's a little bottle pop action for us. Ooh. Not bad. Sounds a little old. Well, like it's been sitting on a shelf for a few yeah, years. Yeah. It, it smells strong. I can already smell it. Right out the bottle. Nice. Glub, 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 glub. Glub, 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 glub. I think this makes me feel a little better. Didn't sleep much. You should get a, I guess, t-shirts that say glub, glub. Could. In trademark it. We could. So, let's give it a smell. Oh, man. It's high. That is hot. This is supposedly one of the most mellow. Really? Ones of them. Taste. Not, I think smell is supposed to be pretty harsh. but Well, yeah, I mean, I, it, it's just ethanol, right? It's, yeah. It's, it's hard to avoid that on the higher-proof whiskeys. You're, you're not going to get around the ethanol smell. Smells uh, pretty good, though, honestly. I'm getting a lot of wood. I like it. Yeah, a lot of wood. And then some of those just... I know on the nose with bourbon, I always kind of get some of the same, with the exception of the few where we get the citrus or we get uh, some of those other things that are unique. Yeah. It kind of has those... Baseline bourbon things, the caramel, the vanilla, little cherry maybe. It's so good. Friday, we have an episode coming out on YouTube that is the battle of the barrel proofs. Oh, yeah? And it's uh, it's seven barrel proof bourbons that we're going to be drinking on tomorrow while we film. Nice. Uh, and this is one of them. But I just wanted to pop this one because it's the oldest and I felt that it was cool. Cool. Let's taste it. Yep. Mm. We've had this discussion. We, it's a it's a dead horse that we continue to beat. You really like this high higher yes. end proof. I don't mind it, but I just prefer yeah stuff closer to the one hundred. This is really good. I would one hundred pick this up and drink yeah. this daily. This is very. You can tell this is super high proof, but it is. Uh, it's got like. I can. It's funny because it's got so much flavor to it. As I'm talking, I can feel like wood coming out of my mouth. <laughs> like it's just the barrel aged. I don't know. It's uh, uh, one thing that's different about this compared to other high proof whiskeys <clears throat> or bourbons and, and bourbons is that while other ones tend to be hot, and by hot I mean you know, really strong on the alcohol flavor, j- seemingly just for the sake of burning. Yeah, like this. Doesn't this doesn't feel hot as much as it does warm? Like it's just a smooth, warm finish the whole time you're drinking yes. it. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean because a lot of them it's it's like woo. Yeah, woo, alcohol. or this is just uh, and, and then some of the flavor gets lost, and that's that's why I tend to be lean more towards the one one hundred to one ten proof. But this doesn't drink like a one thirty three, in my opinion. Yeah, it's got the uh, the heat on it is definitely a uh, con- it's almost like a, a warm tea kind of. Yeah, 
And now I do get a little black tea. Black tea, yeah. yeah. How they say it. Maybe you just put that in my head, but. Mm-mm. It's there, trust me. It does something like right on the edge of your throat. I don't know what it is. I can't stop sipping it because of that. Like not all the way at the back, but like right where your, yeah. your tongue starts. It makes my mouth water. It's doing <laughs> a lot of things. This is a very interesting bottle. So I, I was wondering, I looked up um, how long they've been doing barrel proofs. Yeah. And it was like, uh, I think it was 2012 was the first one. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how, because you know, with the doing the research for this bar- battle, the barrel proofs, the Elijah Craig, I'm not going to spoil it, but the Elijah Craig and the Larceny barrel proof, they had the same, you know, A121 Yeah, yeah. was the one that came out in January for both. Mm-hmm. And I've asked several people, even Heaven Hill people, I'm like, what is the difference? And after I finally did a deep dive, there's a lot of differences. Really? But the Larceny one, the mash bill doesn't really change. It's a, it's a weeded. Yeah. Where these are not weeded, and they change almost yearly. Hmm. Like the, every, I think only one of these, out of the four bottles I wrote down, I think only one had the same mash bill as another one. Interesting. So these are going to be fun. The, uh, I think the Larcenies are all going to be pretty similar. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Yeah. So today, so, you know, I've been pretty active already. So we're recording on a Saturday. I've been pretty active already on the Instagrams mm-hmm. because I've been, I wanted to make a post today. So last night I at, at 11.40 something p.m., I posted picking up the barrels, right? And that's 30 minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. And then I posted again at 4.54 this morning, starting the day. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be like, for everyone, it was just too much to type, and I also just didn't care. But for everyone that thinks starting your own business means you will work less, (laughs) remember (laughs) this moment. Remember this, uh, this is not a Snapchat, remember this story post. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say, but I just didn't go down the rabbit hole. But so at 12, midnight, I'm driving down the road barrels at 5 a.m. I'm driving down the road with barrels. Got to the studio earlier. I uh, hung the rest of the... We decided to... The studio... We're going to have a video coming out with the studio. But we just we were going to save a portion of it for like a storage locker. But yeah. we, we just don't need it. We need the space. So yeah. we've opened the studio up now. Um, wall to wall. So it's, wall. It's, it's a lot bigger. And um, we're going to add some additions and end up backing the camera up a little bit. Because... Uh, we just, that's what we want to do. Yep. But my point is, it is now 8.30 in the morning, recording a podcast. I got some videos to record after this. And then we both have just stuff to do today. And then we're running the night market again tonight. Yep. And then tomorrow morning, we're going to meet here again for more YouTube videos. Yep. So. And he's got, <laughs> he's got videos to edit. I yeah. have, I'll have this podcast as well as some additional podcasts to finish editing for a while. We're on some travel. Um, in addition to just life and kids and uh, regular jobs like yep so yeah the, the if, if you think that starting your own business is going to give you at least right off the bat the opportunity to work less and have uh more freedom to do whatever you want then you're barking up the wrong tree you're mistaken yeah but we have proven if you put in the work and do all the things that uh it can you can be successful with sure. it yeah absolutely. i mean we're sitting in a podcast studio yeah well it's a it's not a it's a media we're sitting in a studio yeah call the studio it just sounds better i yeah. like it yeah because we're gonna do more than just podcasting here but we already are yeah sure it's been fun it's uh you know eight months ago who would have thought yeah it's an exciting adventure and it's um 
every time we start to get nervous about anything, it just, it works itself out. It's just hard work pays off, I guess. Yeah. I think it's the hard work. It's, um, uh, a mentor, uh, that I, that was, uh, part of my entrepreneurial journey many years ago, uh, for another, another thing once told me that the, um, when you have doubts, when you, when things seem to not be going the way you want it to go, or you feel like you're, you've hit a plateau business wise, he said a lot of times, just if, if you look at, really look at what you're doing, uh, you're, when you reach that point, it's usually because you're, you're either coasting um, in terms of like your effort into the business uh, or you you aren't doing what you were doing previously. And the second you start putting in effort and doing more work, things start to change. Right. Um, and even when you and I have gotten nervous about certain things or uncertain about certain things, just keeping our head down and working, it, it's fixed itself. So The other thing too is uh, the support that we have – from the support varies. It goes from people that are like, are you sure? And yeah, then it yeah. goes to people that are all in, you know? Yep. And sometimes the people that are like, are you sure? Are the same people that were all in a month ago. Yeah. And that's yeah. it's just, things change and, uh, we get it. But for like, if you decide to go down this road, just know that <clears throat> support will waver. Yep. Um, decisions will change. Opportunities will come up, risks will be taken. Oh yeah, and you just gotta work harder. You know, um, if you think that we're sleeping four hours on a on a Friday night to get up and do it again and and hustle in barrels, if you think we're doing that because uh, we don't have to, or I don't know, what's the right way to put that? If you think we're doing it, I don't know. It is kind of fun, so I don't want to say. Yeah, it is fun. Uh, like I enjoy everything we're doing. Yeah, but I would also also enjoy sleeping in on a Saturday. Yeah. You like know yesterday, what I, mean? I like, texted you and was like, "It's a good thing we have to sign up for the night market in advance because at this point in the yeah. day, I'm ready to pop a beer and, yeah, and like hop in, in the pool." Just like everybody else, I mean, we there's there are days when we would much rather be kicking it, just hanging out and with family or friends and just not doing anything. But yeah. uh, we have a vision for this company and where not only where it will be, but where it will allow our lives to be in terms of time freedom and financial freedom. And, uh, I think that is what makes me look past all those, those things, um, yeah. and focus on doing the work when I don't want to. Yeah. So, but it is fun. Oh, it definitely fun. I and mean, we're, we're having a great time meeting people and we've, we've started yeah, a ton of people. Up. So the people that, Oh dude, oh, I gotta, I'll get into it. Yeah. So the people that, um, that we talked to on Instagram. So, yeah. I, I'm Matt. <laughs> I started to, <laughs> I kind of ran a lot of the Instagram. We split responsibilities. Yeah, we did. And um, I took the Instagram side. Gus took a lot of the website. Um, we just split a lot of things. There's he lot does audio. I do done. video. Yeah. There was no way for us He does woodworking. I do a lot of the packaging. I do all the packaging. Like yeah. you do all the, you know. So for Instagram, those of us, those of you that are, because it's starting to happen like in the past two weeks. So mm -hmm. Gus is now getting on Instagram and he's starting to talk to the whitetail community. So a lot of the people that are in, you're just going to start seeing us both. That's one of the, because I'm sure yeah. you've noticed we sign now, Matt or Gus, depending on who's making the comment. Yeah. Um, and that's why we're doing it is because now we're, we're kind of splitting that as well. Yeah. And just broadening. I can only remain trying to reach, so many. They're trying to reach <laughs> yeah. more people. Yeah. And, and yeah, it, you know, collaborations, even though Matt was running uh, the, the Instagram, I had access to it and I, I could see the conversations he was keeping up. 
uh, and we're just getting to a point now where we, we're we're both so busy. The company is growing. The number of things we're doing is growing. Uh, there's no way that we can that Matt can continue uh, that engagement by himself. Uh, so we're we're increasing that. Um, also trying to um, expand and, and engage more on some of the other platforms. So I'm I'm picking up engagement on Twitter. Um, I've started engaging more in on Reddit. Believe it or not, there's quite a big bourbon and YouTube and whiskey communities on, uh, yeah, there's a big YouTube community on, on, um, did I say YouTube, um, on Reddit, I mean, and then of course we have YouTube that's, that's popping off now. So, um, yeah. And the bottom line is we just, we could, that's something that while we're able to split certain things like woodworking or shipping or audio video, as it makes sense, um, trying to split and have one person take all of social media is just, it's just not feasible. It's just tough. We, it's, but I mean, these are growing pains in which we like, like we, sure. um, yeah, it's uh it's, it's fascinating how f- much we've done in such short amount of time mm-hmm. and how fast we're, we're growing the communications that we're making that, I mean, we had a guy, it still amazes me that people come and take pictures with us at the market. Like we had a <laughs> so guy, weird. <laughs> That was strange. That was probably the strangest interaction I think we've had at the market. He's he's cool though. He is a really Shout cool. Shout out guy. to Warren if if you're listening. Yeah, if he's listening. Yeah, we we enjoyed the conversation. We talked to him for a while, and and he really you know he he bought from us and wanted to take a picture with us. And and I almost wish that I still had that. So if you if you have that Warren, send it info at whiskeywhitetails.com. Actually, I gave you my card, so text it to me. Hit him up. Yeah, but um, it's a lot of fun, man. Just being around these people and meeting new people and the communication that we're having and, and just the community that surrounds it and the support that we're given. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Same. We, um, Oh, new. We just put a new, do the thing. Yeah. New product. Um, it's live on the store now. It's also on Etsy. We have a, Oh yeah. Forgot all about it. Yeah. We have a cigar ashtray. So it's got a, I, I should have brought one. It's got a, um, it's a stave, you know, of course. And then it's got like a ashtray circle and then a, a line coming through it so you can rest your cigar on it. And we just ask, be smart. It's wood, you know? Yeah, it's very dense. Um, it is. It's tre- not likely you'll catch it on fire. It's, it's got, it's treated with tongue oil, which sort of seals it and helps add a protective barrier. But it is wood at the end of the day. So yeah. don't, you know, set a flame on it. It should yeah. be fine for ashing a cigar um well i put my that acid i smoked i <laughs> the acid cigar that i smoked <laughs> i put that on there you know you you were like oh i love acid cigars i do dude i don't know what they put on that wrapper but it is Doesn't it smell good it's so it smells so good i love it i'm I, i'm honestly more smell uh, more a smell of the, of the fan i'm more yeah i'm more a fan of the smell mm-hmm. than i am the taste of those particular cigars but i really do like the smell i think they tasted really it was like it had a sweet wrapper to it I don't yeah know. those are so the, i've always liked the smell of them and uh i have a humidor that i need to reseason and kind of get it up and going but i always um when i had it up and running i always kept three or four of those in the humidor, yeah. just for the smell, because you open it up and just it always smells. Oh yeah, 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 that makes sense. But but, um, but I left that in there and it didn't catch a flame. Yeah, it, it did the same out. thing. I I left it in there. Yeah. I smoked another one the next day and didn't I didn't even turn it black. I rinsed I rinsed it out. Yeah, I I put it out in it like yeah. kind of aggressively to see if it would do anything. Um, and same, well, I like, just let mine burn. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did the, that the first night out. and oh, then okay. I did the second night and just to try different things with it. And then same, I took a white like a uh, like a paper towel and a wet paper towel and a white paper towel. It doesn't matter what color the paper towel is, folks. Um, 
That it, made it racist. <laughs> and I took the, uh, and I just wiped it out, and it was fine. It looks brand new. Like yeah. it never, nothing was ever smoked in it. So. I didn't even do that. I just, I took it to the sink and rinsed it off, and it beat yeah. it up, and then I wiped it with a paper it towel. It does beat up. It was done. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Handy works working. Yes. It so did. yeah, go you check that out, job. man. So yeah, that that's on there, and um, don't forget don't, to check out. It's and you can still get it in time. Well, when will he have some ready for? Well, the, we, whew, words. Will we be able to ship them out in time for deer season? So for, I had to sneeze. Do I sneeze in here? Oh, my sneeze went away. You're welcome. So I didn't mean to interrupt your. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a perfect time to sneeze. Yeah, do it. Do it. Is that the clip that I sent you? I'm keeping it to ask you that. No, I no, I actually found this one online. It's funny that cadence is just is the same cadence as yeah, the clip I sent they, you. They have a, I think it's an instinctual like cadence that In they do out. that. Yeah, that they do that. They, they that they do that for or with that. That is uh, for those that aren't hunters. That's probably a confusing sound. Yeah, probably. that sound comes from both male and female deers. Yes, and it is a bad sound. It means. They know you're there, and they're going to leave shortly. And when yeah. they make that noise, everyone can hear it, and they're all gone. Yeah, it's it's it stinks because it's it's an it's an indication that they sense danger. They may not actually know that you are there, yeah. but they've caught wind of a scent, or they've seen movement, or they just don't feel something's just not right to yeah. them. Um, and a lot of times, a deer will just put their tail up, sort of flag, and they're just sort of bound off, like, eh, I'm not sure what that is, but I'm going to yeah. get out of here. But if they feel that there is certain danger, then they will do that, male or female. Yeah. And it is like, uh, it's like a tornado. Yeah. It's a, a warning system in, you know, somewhere. Everybody in the woods can hear it. Yep. You know, if you're hunting from someone with someone that's 200 yards away, they can hear it. It's so loud. Yeah. I, like, it scares the shit out of you when they're behind well, Especially you. the first time you ever hear yeah, it. Yeah, the first time you hear it, you don't know what it, like, because a lot of hunters don't even talk about that. You know, it's not something that you just... You're like, hey, by the way, if you I, hear this noise, this, well, and and also nobody ever talks talks about the first time it happened and how much it scared the shit out of oh, them yeah. because they don't want to admit it. It happened behind. It walked up behind me, like I was sitting. I was in a. I was on the ground on oh, a tree, it, <laughs> and it, it was. I don't know how far because it. I mean, it was that time. That's a story I told about that guy that fell asleep and a turkey were like walking around. Next yeah, time. yeah, yeah. It was then. It was like because I was throwing when I threw something at him. There was a deer behind. I don't know what it was. Deer, probably a doe. Yeah, it was like you know, and it. I, I thought I was. Got, I thought I got bit by a snake. I don't know what happened <laughs> in the, the middle first, of the winter. The first time it happened to me was at nighttime. I was walking oh, out of the woods, yeah. and so I'm walking out, trying to be quiet because I want to. I want to be able to get back into that spot the next day or within the within the week to hunt again. So I didn't want to blow that spot up by charging out of there in, in the dark. So I was making a point to take my time, real nice and quiet. And I don't care how many years you've been hunting, being a half mile, mile into the woods in the dark and walking out with little to no, cause I was using the moonlight cause I didn't want to use my headlamp. It was a, it was a bright moon. So there's, I could see plenty it's still spooky. I don't care yeah. how tough you are. Mm-hmm. The woods are just, they're just creepy. They can be for sure. And I definitely bumped a deer that had already, that had had was either bedded down nearby or we were just, we just crossed paths and it's pitch black. And the first time I ever heard that sound in person was like probably, I don't know, it had to be 20, 30 yards from me. Dude, I about crawl out of my skin. <laughs> yeah. It scared the hell out of me. Yeah. But, you know, it's especially in the, in the dark. Yeah. I've never had what that was. Oh yeah. It, especially the first time. 
Yeah. And you didn't know what it was. I had no idea. What, I wasn't sure what it was. I did had, you figure it out quickly? I did. I figured out uh, it, something clicked, you know. I had seen it and heard it before, yeah, like but not in person. Like I had never experienced it. Like, like yeah. it's just different in person. It's loud. Like yeah. it, it is, it is a defense mechanism for a reason. It is, is a very, very uh, effective uh, noisemaker they have. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. So, so I'm going to, because it's so early in the day and I'm not saying that I won't drink it, but I would like to save it because this is a bottle I want to share with people. But our glasses are empty. So I'm going to switch gears into something else that we have. We have, it's your choice. We have Colonel Taylor, not the rye. We have regular small batch. We have Blanton's. We have a Buffalo Trace that's unopened. Really? That might be all I have down there. Because I've been moving stuff back and forth. We didn't, yeah. I didn't bring a ton here. Mainly for our insurance. <sighs> that too? What? Offline? Well, no, just if people didn't know. Oh, yeah. We're talking about growing pains and company. Insurance is. <sighs> you think insurance is a pain in the ass for, for anything else? Try getting it liability insurance for a business. Well, let me tell you. Before, so the point of this was alcohol is flammable if you didn't know. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not like, you know, I'm not even going to go down that road. But the but the other thing. No, I'm not even going to do it. I don't feel like I'm going to. Let's bring it back up, Chuck. Let's bring it. Give me some picking. I'm gonna, what do you want? Buffalo? What do you want? Yeah, Buffalo Trace sounds All right, good. Pick, pick away. Pardon the interlude, folks. We're just shuffling around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sorry. Twenty four nineteen. Ow! Get you? Yeah. Every once in a while, dude. That one's sharp. Look at that. Ooh. See this? Tried to get you. That's our 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 intern over here. Yeah, we have an intern today, which is pretty cool. That we don't have to pay him. Yeah, we don't because have to pay he's him. an intern. Yeah, it's also my son, so I pay him. And in- why'd you gotta ruin it? Oh, sorry. He's like my son. No, he is my son. Just, I just wanted him to be the intern. Okay, dude, I, I have, I have punctured. I am bleeding from my fingernail. Oh, isn't that terrible? All right. Well, since the cat's out of the bag, the my son, the executive intern. Yep. Uh, Which is a new intern. This is his first time interning. Yeah, he's brand new, and we threw him right into being in charge of some sound and video. So hopefully, this episode turns out good. If it doesn't, it's not that we. It's not your fault. He's an it's an aspiring man. I cannot believe I did that with a. A rapper, you know, I'm getting old. My skin is weak. <sighs> yeah, last night at the the market, your ankle was bleeding. Yeah, for no reason. Nobody knows why. It just I have blood. You know, I'm just getting old. My skin's getting weak. My my first sergeant would be so upset. All right, I'm gonna pop this just because I can. <laughs> that was sounded one. better. Yeah, it's way better. Yeah, is this a store pick? No. Yes, it is. This is a Forsberg's store pick. Oh, cool. I actually haven't had this yet. No, it's just Buffalo Trace. Twenty three dollars. I love it. Someone posted a thing on Reddit the other day and was like, I found Buffalo Trace for 23 bucks and you know, <laughs> couldn't not pass it up. And I was like, I, my post was like super excited for him. I was like, I'm so happy when people find it for what it should be priced yeah. at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes me happy. Interesting. But it's, uh, <clears throat> it's okay. Yeah. Well, it's, I was worried about, I didn't want glare. Oh, so you're just going to. Should be good. Okay. It'll be fine. Ooh, Anyways. Ooh, we have an intern. Can I get a paper towel, please? 
four for four. Just be mindful of your uh, your your cable there. Yeah, your cable. To your headphones. Your monitor, sir. Nice. Hurry up, intern. Yeah. Jeez, thank you. Man, watch record. Watch record. All right. Where'd you get this kid? I'm just kidding. You're doing a great job, buddy. He's and I don't fine. mean buddy in like a condescending way because you're basically an adult now. But I mean like, yeah, buddy. Like you're my buddy. You know you're my buddy, right? He said yes. Okay, that's good. Catch. <laughs> oh man! All right, interns so, and interns. Um, just give it a smell. I'm just okay. kidding. So I'm not even. Gonna, it's just buffalo it's trace. Just, it's buffalo trace. It's fine. But it is a store pick, so it is a single barrel buffalo trace. All right. So that is actually pretty cool. Don't jump. And according to uh, all the people we argue with online, they don't matter. <sighs> One person. You're really letting that get to you, man. No, it ended up well. Hey, that's pretty good. Tastes like spearmint. Really? Compared to this, that is delicious mouthwash compared to this barrel proof. You get it? Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it does have a weird spearmint kind yeah. of thing going on, doesn't it? That's it makes strange. Me wonder I've if never had that in a burger. Neither before. have I. It makes me wonder if, I, if I'll taste that again later. We'll leave that here and we'll try it again. Try it out. Um, you had something prepared. Yeah, something I want to talk about that I had heard about. I'm going to pull it up on my phone here, so pardon me, folks, while I pull up my reference. This is something that's going on in um, in Oregon. And so right now in Oregon, um, there is a petition that is go- making its rounds, right? So you have certain things that, um, and depending on states, how, however it works, like if you want to get something onto the state floor as a bill for potential law like you have to build up enough support from people for it to get introduced and have yeah. the lawmakers I'm familiar make it with happen right how government works so <laughs> well some people may not be we have listeners yeah you're right, you're right all right so right now uh something that's going on it's been going on for a little while um but it's picked up new light based on i guess a a judge's um ruling to i guess consider it further more or less um, it's Initiative Petition 13, or IP 13, um, and it was filed in Oregon in November by a Portland animal rights activist. Oh, I know what those people are like. And him alone, he was able to get 1,100 sponsorship signatures. Not hard in Oregon. No, not, not at all. Um, if by July, so it's the end of July now, Eight supporters collected the 112,000 signatures required. Uh, it could be a bill in November 2022. Now, I don't know what the latest count is. Um, I don't know that they'll be able to get the support that they need. But I want to talk a little about what this bill. Yeah, now color me intrigued. Yeah, what, what this bill does. In short. What's the name of the bill so people can look at it? So it, it is no bill. Oh. Not yet. It's just IP 13. Okay. Okay. And it is what it will effectively do is ban hunting, fishing, trapping, animal agriculture, and animal agriculture, such as dairy farming and ranching. What this does is it removes many or close to all of the current exemptions from Oregon's animal cruelty laws against animal abuse, animal neglect, and animal sexual assault. Now, on the surface, that sounds great. Yeah. Right? Except animal neglect, animal uh, animal abuse, and animal sexual assault. Those things are generally geared towards domesticated animals, yeah. things like that, right? 
the exemptions allow for uh, breeding of animals, right? So that you can breed cattle, for example, or other livestock. So they're selling it as as uh, disgusting people that are raping animals. Here's what, here's what it, no, no, what it is, is they're, they're, they're looking to basically flat out remove anything that is done to animals. What will happen is if this passes, not only will, because, because those exemptions allow for things like the legal killing of an animal, the legal take of an animal for hunting or trapping, right? If you were to do that to animals that don't fall within that exemption or activities that don't fall within that exemption, like a dog, then that's animal cruelty or abuse, right. right? But hunting and fishing, like there's those exemptions. They want to remove those exemptions. So not only would it be illegal to hunt or fish, but you would be a criminal if you did. I don't think that there's any way that would pass unless people are just asleep. Here's the thing, man. It's gaining traction. And Oregon is such, in so many places, such a a liberal, I'm just going to say it, a liberal leaning state. I don't know that that's liberal because maybe not hunting. We know plenty. We're not political, but we know plenty of Republicans and liberals that are hunter outdoorsmen. You're right. I don't think it's a liberal idea. I think that's a crazy person's idea. These are animal rights activists. Isn't that a huge like fly fishing state too? Yes. Huge. It's huge and all that stuff. Um, But not only would it do that, but it like it would, it would make it illegal to, uh, to slaughter cattle for beef. Yeah, it would I, make it illegal to do pest, pest control. Oregon. Oh yeah, like anything. It, the way it's worded, and it would. Um, it said for ranchers, it claims raising cattle would still be legal, but meat could only be harvested after the animal died of natural causes. Well, th- well, I wonder how many senators, congressmen, mayors, blah blah blah, have interests in owning farmland, and they're like, "That's not going to happen." Very true, and I don't. I, I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not even fifty percent confident that this will ever reach. The, yeah. the house floor of the state. The point being, though, is that it's gotten a lot of signatures and a lot more support than I would have thought something like that. And the reason why is because I don't think people read. I don't think people look no, at the don't. overall they context. People are that, supporting things like this no, right. uh, with emotion. Yeah, and that's what prohibition was. Is They were like, are you tired of uh, your husband coming home drunk and beating <laughs> your kids? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, we're going to put this ban out for hard yeah. alcohol. And everyone believed it, and yep. then it turns out it was beer and wine too. Yep, yep. Yeah. So it's just so one of those things. I thought it was interesting, and it, mainly because it sets a precedence, right? Yeah. If they can get this far this time, well, then what do they need to remove or change in the wording yeah. to tweak it a little bit next time, so that maybe it's not doesn't cover so much, and it's a little more accepted, and then they just infringe a little bit more on those those liberties and freedoms that we have, you know, to to go out and enjoy public land or a private land. Well, even if you think about the freedoms. You know, uh, some would argue, and again, I'm using this, we're not political or religious, but I'm using the words at the parlance of our times, the <laughs> God-given right yeah. of being able to provide for yourself mm-hmm. and for your family. Right, yeah. So the fact that we have to apply, I understand that, okay, the fact that we have to apply and pay for a license to hunt or fish yeah. is a little crazy, but I get it. I know you know, we've talked about this before. I know that it goes to paying for a sure. lot of conservation yeah, projects. Yeah, yeah. I don't argue with it, which I got my uh, tags in the mail this week. You know, sure, uh, yeah. I, I don't have a problem paying for it. I don't mind. We're sure. going to, we just bought, well, we're going to buy a license for Kentucky. For Kentucky. We got a Kentucky hunt coming up. Yeah. I don't have a problem. I donate to the elk, uh, 
Rocky Mountain Elk yeah. Foundation. Yeah. I donate to that every year, mainly because I, you get the free knife. You know, I've never gotten a knife. Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. What, what's going on? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the point being, taking away a man's right to hunt or fish, Yeah, to me, is... Is insane. Or maybe, maybe you're just a, a cattle rancher. You don't have time to hunt or fish, but you put bread and food on your family's table, and your livelihood has, yeah. for generations, relied on your ability to to run a ranch and have cattle and livestock, and like, and then they're gonna, I don't know, man. That's didn't Bill Gates buy a ton of land in Oregon for farming? Uh, Bill Gates has been buying up land for years that has major uh, sources of water or borders up to sources of water. Well, water's going to be important one That day. dude is shady AF, as the kids say these days. Is that how the kids say it, executive? He's pretending like he doesn't know. He knows. Okay. Whatever. You should get out more. You should get out more. He's yeah. gonna, it's going to be like driving soon. Isn't that weird? If he was two years younger, I'd be like, come here and sit on my lap and tell me something because I want to ask you all a question. But you're at that age where there's no way you're sitting on my lap. And uh, <laughs> not me, you. I know you wouldn't sit on my lap. I don't, you, you know. um, but I've known you your whole life. But I have a question. I don't know the best way to do it. Just, just, just come sit in. You guys are. You tell me when he should come in or if he should at all. You guys are. I'm excited for your trip. And I want to talk about oh, that. The canoe trip? Yeah. Yeah. Because this is an outdoorsman's thing yeah, that you're absolutely. doing. Sure. But you you are what's your scout level? He's a star scout. Star so there's, scout. There's only there's one uh, there's life scout after that and then eagle. Oh wow. So and he's, you're young. He's like, well on his way, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, you're fourteen? He, he'll Bro. be fifteen in a few months. And he's Bro. well on his way of putting on Eagle. By 16, no 17 way. if he wants to, yeah. I thought that was like an eight. You had to be 18 to be Eagle. No, you have to be, at 18, you age out of scou- uh, uh, scouting So you program. have to make it by 18. By 18, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And you can continue in scouting. At, there's venture scouting and some other um, high adventure uh, programs that are geared towards older, to, to, up to college age uh, scouts. Yeah. Uh, but at 18, you're done with the scouts BSA program, what used to be Boy Scouts, how the girls are yeah, allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he and a bunch of the other uh, of his peers are well on track to put on Eagle like before they turn 17 if they really push it, and which is cool. Know, can you rattle off like how much – I mean it's, it's, a, it's a lot of learning, I know, but there's like hours of community service, oh, yeah. camping, skills. Like a, I'm, I know it would take forever to explain it all, but it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. if you were to say how many hours of work does it take to get to – So each merit badge on roughly – each merit badge is designed to be about eight hours. Now, there's a few of the Eagle-required merit badges like emergency preparedness, uh, some of the uh, citizenship in the nation, uh, some of the other um, like personal uh, finance, uh, personal fitness, uh, and some of the other medical or emergency-related um, merit badges take a little bit longer or have a, lo- a larger um, commitment. Yeah. Most of them take about eight hours. Now, there's... And how many badges do you have? A little over 20. Yeah. So that's 108. That's 16. It's 160 hours, <laughs> right? Yeah. And Minimum. That, right. And that's just merit badge. So people yep. need to understand that uh, your merit badge, to earn merit badges, 
uh, you have to earn merit badges as part of some of your rank requirements, but your rank requirements are separate. Mm. So for some merit badges and for most of your ranks, he has requirements that involved community service and service projects, right. uh, teaching. So he has to take time to teach younger scouts um, and get involved in uh, being a counselor at camp or things like that. Um, and so, you know, at the end of the day, like, I think the, I think the tagline is um, preparing scouts for life or something like that. Yeah. And then that's what it is. Like they, they, they learn all kinds of things, you know, uh, watching his group go from getting to a campsite and not knowing left from right and what to do to now we go out and the leaders kind of sit back in a chair with a, you know, cold soda and, yeah, yeah. and watch the, watch the scouts set up camp. They, they have their patrols. They follow their chain of command. They only come to the scout masters. If it's something that the senior patrol leader, patrol leader, uh, That's cool. or, uh, can't answer. Um, and they take care of themselves. It's the, the whole idea of the way the patrol method is set up for scouting uh, is to make it what was referred to as a boy led troop. Yeah. We're only there to help guide. Um, and that's where a lot of our training that we do as leaders is how to help guide and help lead them to lead themselves. Yeah. Um, so only so, come to us if, if it's, if it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then we'll help you get out of a bad situation. And we, we, we participate yeah, and we yeah, help sure. and we go and we, we, you know, we hang out, but most so of the time. So are there girls there or still? It's, no, not in, not in this troop. Okay. Um, I just wondered. That's I, a, I, that's troop, I don't even want to go down that. Each troop has a chartering <laughs> organization that yeah, yeah. sort of sponsors them. Um, and our particular, the church that sponsors them, um, is just not on board with that. So we, we don't. But um, there are others in the in the community that do. It probably makes it easier because if I was that age. Well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. Uh, someone made a good point the other day. We were talking, and I forget who it was, but he said like, he grew up and his kids were in Girl Scouts. Like his mom, his uh, sister, like they were all involved in Girl Scouts. And so he was always around the Girl Scouts. Um. And so, because he was always around scouting with the Girl Scouts, like, he was always there from the time he was a little kid to he was old enough to just choose not to go. Well, it's the same the other way around. Like, in Cub Scouts, when they're little, it's a family thing. Sure. So, daughters and little sisters are coming to these meetings anyways all the time, right? And they go yeah. camping because yeah, it's, anyway. it's family camping. And so, it's like... Well, it's not that it is a big deal. It's In my opinion, like, I get people's... I get, I see both sides, but at the end of the day, it's like, is it really worth arguing and making a big deal out of it? Like, I mean, I don't care, yeah, but I'm I, not involved. So right, it's, it is what it is. The, the the point that people seem to want to not acknowledge, and this is way off topic for our podcast. <laughs> well, I think it's an interesting conversation. Is that, is that females have been involved in scouting since I think the seventies. That's what I was going to say. And is I thought venture, that, venture scouting and yeah. sea scouts, um, how they did a lot of stuff jointly, and then like fundraisers were separate, and little meetings. The like, yeah, more or less. I don't know anything about it. I don't Girl mean Scout it. communities. I don't. They may have done more stuff together back in the yeah. day, but they have very different uh, ideologies. I think now. How do we even get on this topic? No idea. We were talking about Gavin's. Uh, uh, the outdoor, the c- camping trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The camping trip. Is that recording? Let me let me look. Oh, sorry. Technical difficulties, folks. Now we're back live. Welcome back. If you missed anything, it'll be all right. Just a... <sighs> what? Most people watching have never filmed a uh, a podcast. Let me tell you, we bought... <laughs> we bought Sony A7III's because they're nice cameras. We bought F1.4 lenses because they're good at short field of frame. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons that we bought what we bought. We didn't realize this until... 
I don't know when, but they only record like 30 minutes. You know, and and maybe you're watching this and you're like, eh. you know, whatever. People learn. I don't know. It's, it's neither of us. I don't know. It's not our thing. So, yeah, they only record 30 minutes. So it doesn't matter for normal YouTube videos because we're we're under 30 minutes usually. But for this, we have to start and stop. And, and you know, it just is what it is, folks. I mean, we're learning. We bought some cameras and we hate them. So we'd rather <laughs> start and stop and miss, you know, have a black screen for a couple minutes. You know, maybe it says uh, video resume in a moment. I don't know. Well, I'm sir- not really – it's growing pains. We're figuring out. This is our first – that's the reason we didn't do the last episode because the, the fix we had – was just garbage quality. So yeah, maybe yeah. it goes black screen, but at least you see how clear this is. Yeah. It's, it, anyway, back up. It's fine. Yeah, <clears throat> you're fine. Just getting all deal with it. Flustered my feathers. We have barrel pickups in twenty. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Minutes. Did you want? Um, did, what did you want about the canoe trip, or do you want yeah, to come back and I want, talk about that so later? I think I want to talk about the canoe trip. But before we do that, I want to talk about the podcast release schedule. Yeah. So oh, yeah. This this will be our so we'll, this will post the day after tomorrow. This yeah, will be, so this will be a month the Monday the, July second. Yes, August second. Yeah, oh my god. So the next one, the so <clears throat> August. So the next one is <laughs> is, is going to be who are we doing first? Because uh, we're doing bottle kill episodes while while Gus is. I gone. think you said uh, we were going to do. You suggested doing Dom's. Yeah, we'll do the Dom first episode with Dom. Yep, and then. Uh, do you want to record one when I get back? Or no, are you I think gone? we need to expend because those okay. are now getting to get a little old. Okay, yeah. So then the next one for the following Monday will be another bottle kill episode. So we have Chief Mercer or I think we were going to do Snipers or- Unknown. I think we were going to do, do um, Ortiz, Ortiz, and Snipers okay. Unknown, and then we were going to save Chief Mercer for somewhere in September or October when we're on travel oh, and we the don't first have- week of <clears throat> September. Yeah. Because we'll be there that weekend. The first through the sixth or seventh, we'll be in uh, Kentucky doing yeah, yeah, yeah. great things. Yep. Absolutely. So that Monday will will be a Chief Mercer episode. Yeah. So so next Monday you have a Dom Gatto bottle kill episode. The Monday after you'll have, which is actually good timing because we're getting our shirts or they're in production as of today or yesterday. So next Monday will be another bottle kill episode with. Uh, Ortiz from Cypress Unknown is going to tell you about the challenge. It's the only reason we haven't really been talking about it a lot because yeah. we just haven't been talking about it. But yep. this episode will clue you in on what's going on. It's yep. a good conversation. Um, and then we'll be back after that. Yeah, we'll be back for a f- couple of weeks couple at least. episodes, yeah. Two or three. And then, and then we'll, and then do, we'll do Chief, Chief Mercer. Mercer. But then that weekend, while you guys are – that weekend uh, that we're not recording one – like we are now to post, you know, the next day and you guys get chief Mercer that weekend while we're there, we're probably going to do oh, we'll, two we'll or three four or four five. or five podcasts. We'll probably do five podcasts. Um, and we're not going to make you wait a week. We're probably going to do two a week to just because that content is, is time sensitive more or less. Yeah. So we'll probably do some bonus episodes yeah. um, and have some, some bonus stuff midweek or, or, you know, we'll figure out a schedule to release it. Maybe we'll, uh, have some exclusive content somehow for you to obtain. I'm excited for those. We're going to do them outside. Yeah, uh, so they'll, outside they'll under be a fun. covered area. Um, so and, I, I don't know what that's going to be like from an environmental standpoint and noise. Just keep in mind that you'll be all right. Uh, it's going to sound however it sounds. I'm the not gonna, only thing you'll hear is a. There's no roads. The yeah, only yeah, thing yeah. you'll hear is a, a 
trickling creek in the background yeah. at most <clears throat> maybe so, a dog bark right so like i guess my point is because we're recording that outside and we're at we're out of camp like i'm not going to break my back editing no. that for to be super no. studio quality um i'll adjust the the noise floor and, and make sure everybody sounds good and then you're gonna you're gonna get it as as you were sitting there yeah do you remember the name of the place we're going no canoe trip yeah canoe trip so we have been the i say we the troop, the boys have been planning this trip for a little over a year now. They've been fundraising. They've been planning. They've been looking at maps. Is that um, what the popcorn I bought went for that I got yelled at? Some or of it you did. yelled at me? <laughs> Gus rarely yells at me. Like in the whole time we've known each other, I think you've yelled at me twice. Three times. When did I? Okay. One, I said something. I don't even remember what I said, but you were like, don't say that in front of my mom ever again. And I was like, oh, okay, I got you. And then the other one was that guy. <laughs> I don't remember. When I came to pick up... Um, Popcorn from oh, him. Oh, yeah. I said something, and you were like, you know, I'm not going to say Yeah, I forget what you said. But I remember if there was anybody to not make a joke like that in front of, it was the other guy that was there. Yeah. Um, and the other one was years ago, many years ago. Really? I don't even remember. It was, uh, I can't remember where we were, but it was somebody that was around you, and I and you were like, stop. I was like, all right, I feel you. Uh, you, you remember I was a rambunctious sword back then. Rambunctious, yeah. Who knows? Anyway, camping trip. Sorry. Yeah, so they've been they've been planning this for quite some time. The fundraising, uh, you know, looking at outfitters, looking at maps, the plan routes, and everything. We met a couple of weeks ago, and they took uh, topographical maps of of the area where we're going. Um, looked at the uh, the the route list, which lists uh, the direction that they need to go, which portages to take across to other lakes, and so on and so forth. Well, they, you didn't tell them where you're going. Yeah, I'm getting there. Sorry, oh, sorry, um, I didn't know where. <clears throat> And and so, routed out those 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 routes. Um, so they have a lot of they've gotten some experience in doing that. And um, where we're going is the northern part of actually it's north northeastern part tip of Minnesota. And that's a how long of a drive? So that's a two day drive. I don't even know how at many hours we're counting it in days. Um, and we're going. To, it's the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness. Um, it is a huge, beautiful landscape that is just pockmarked with lakes of all different sizes. I'm talking lakes that you can hit a baseball across, others that are big enough to put sailboats in. It's it's a huge mix. Um, there's small rivers and streams in between some, uh, but basically we're spending five days. Uh, their goal, they have a 50-mile badge, canoe badge, that they're award that they're working towards. So their goal is to hit 50 miles. All, all 50? Yeah, all 50. In five days? Mm-hmm. 10 miles a day in a canoe? Yeah. It's actually not bad when you um, when you look at upstream. Well, there's lakes, so, oh. so so we're on lakes. So the most thing, the most challenging part we'll have to face are, is going to be potentially you know wind or weather. So does each each scout member has to do 50 miles or collectively as a group? No, each you, you do it as a group. Like we're we're going to be in a group. Yeah, uh, six of us. So two people per canoe, mm-hmm. 50 miles. Yep, everybody's doing 50 miles together. That's, that's nice. Yep. And it's um, we, the way we've routed it out is like it's it's fifty miles and some I think yeah um, how big is it? I mean is it laps around a lake or is it no no it's multiple lakes I'll show you on a map when we're done yeah, with yeah. here or maybe I can send it to you and you can you can splash it up yeah, on the I'll screen throw it up for right the, here uh, right here you see this right oh. here right here uh, right so here. it's a well, huge on, let them look at it I'm sorry I'm just talking about you, you see it you see the spot you see the water you the lakes it? that's where we're gonna be you see the circle that was, um, may or may not be there <laughs> <laughs> so the, the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness. 
is huge. It's on both sides of the American Canadian border. So there's actually parts where you can canoe and like wave at some Canucks. Of course, hey there, boys, how you doing? You know, is that, can you say that? Canucks. Yeah, you can say Canucks. I don't it's know like, anything about Canada. Yeah, it's like, you know. I know that most of them are if cowards, you, and they left during the Revolutionary oh, War. Oh, nice. If you <laughs> Sorry, are, we have, some, a, we have some Canadian followers. I know. That's why I said it, because they thought it would be funny. Um, Specifically, <laughs> I heard that if you um, if you get close enough to the border um, in your canoe, and you yell, poutine, that like hockey players just walk out yeah. of the, the woods. It's really crazy. Maybe Anyways. you'll see a Mountie. <laughs> so I actually made a joke about making a cartoon for Adult Swim that's actually based on Mounties in the Boundary Waters canoe area that don't ride horses. <laughs> They'd ride giant otters. Oh, nice. And the bottom, they wear the same uniform, but the bottom half is a wetsuit. That would be tight. And they just drive around. And that fo- would be and really funny. <laughs> they drive around enforcing. Did the- you submit that to Adult Swim? No, but I should. I should yeah, write it up, shouldn't you I? You should. I mean, they're just going to steal it, but I would still like to watch it. Maybe we do it. Uh, sit there and, and cry. Can you draw? Cry at night. Yeah, he can draw pretty good, actually. Can you draw uh, a Mountie in a wetsuit riding an otter? A giant otter? Like a bunch of them? Because they got to, you know, they got to move. So you got to draw it. I don't know how that works. And they just p- patrol the, the, the lakes and the and the islands. Teach so, him Adobe Illustrator. Do it in there. Yeah, I need to teach him some Adobe stuff so we don't have to do it. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be out there for five days camping, uh, canoeing. Uh, moose, wolves, black bears, all what kinds kind of, of wolves? cool. Dial uh, wolves? No, I don't think so. I think no. it's um, I I have to look, but I think I it's think timber wolves up there. Timber wolves, Canadian timber wolves. You ever seen one? Uh, not in person. No, they are. I know they're enormous. Yeah, the first time I saw I, I at a zoo. First time I saw one, which I even hate. I hate that. I, you know, whatever. Yeah. First time I saw a timber wolf, I was. Shocked at how much bigger it is than you, what you. Th- I mean, it's not like a you know a massive animal, but it's way bigger than you think. Yeah, you see a big dog, and you're like, oh, that's a big German Shepherd. Yeah. But then you see a timber wolf, and you're like, it's the same size but less hair. Well, I mean, in the winter it has more hair, but man, I don't, it, it's just a. Um, I don't know. It is a very respect demanding. Yeah. Animal. Anyways. So that's where we're going to be uh, for five days, a two-day drive up, two-day drive back. Um, so it's two days up, five days there, two days back. Yeah. So it's f- nine, nine days. days total, yeah. Did you see that? Four days in a... Math. So there's 12 of us total. Think about two all groups. these stinky boys. Oh, I'm well aware. Febreze? Well, we got to be careful with all the scent stuff while we're out there because we'll try Valid. the bears. The bears. Um, but on the way back, after being out there... They don't know it yet, but we're taking them to a car wash, and we're just going to hose them all down and make them walk through one of those car washes. You should. You should. <laughs> Until one of them gets knocked yeah. out. But those things spin, dude. I'd be so, careful. So one of the cool things about uh, being kind of in the scout community is that there are scout camps and reservations all over the country. And so we actually found a, uh, a scout camp that has cabins that you can rent. Nice. Um, so it's like a huge four- or five-bedroom cabin with a kitchen and, and everything you need with bunks that we're, we're stopping at on the way up and on the way down. 70 bucks for the whole group, for the whole cabin for wow. the night. Um, let, me, let me ask this. As an Eagle Scout, once you become an Eagle Scout, yeah. you did Scouts as a kid? I did, but I didn't. Go, I, yeah, we yeah, moved yeah. around a lot, and I kind of fell I know, out yeah. of it. I never did it. Um, I didn't even know any Scout. I mean, I grew up way different than yeah, I know. most people. It's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, but it'll never be a podcast. <laughs> the, um, the Scout thing, if you become an Eagle Scout, what are the lifelong, like, for instance, yeah. you just mentioned uh, that property. So it's an Eagle Scout 
when he's 30 and he takes his kids somewhere, sure. can he just call and be like, hey, Boy Scouts of America, you have this camp. I want to come sure. stay here. So so rates and things like that for stuff like that is generally uh, reserved for kind of being being with involved group. with with, yeah. a, with an organization actively. Uh, with that being said, though, life term, like long term things, you know, having Eagle Scout on a resume, um, it's just like being a part of any other fraternity. Well, I just um, mean from the from the I know that there's cl- clout. Yeah, there's all kinds of and I'm not downplaying the amount of knowledge that you're going to get and the things that you're going to build. Your life will be your life will be vastly different from someone like someone like me that didn't go through that. Um, just the life skills, you know, the ability for you to survive in the wilderness, how to set up and tear down it, and you know, never what what is it? Uh, don't you know, leave it better than you found it? All yep. those things it just builds you a makes you a better human. Yeah, I agree. But aside from those things, is there as an Eagle Scout? Is there anything in for instance, I think about like the Freemason thing where you could set your road flares a certain way sure. and people are like, oh, Freemason will stop to help. Sure. Um, the way you shake hands. Is there any yeah. of that? I mean, I know you can't talk about it. I know you, um, y'all did some secret stuff, but there is, is there, there stuff like that? There, I think there is some stuff like that with yeah. Eagle Scout. There is more of that with the uh, the other uh, brotherhood membership yeah. that we've talked about. Right. That's something different. You don't have to be an Eagle Scout to be a part of that. But more Oh, you of, don't? No. I could be part of that? No, but you, you'd have to be oh. an active, uh, you have to be in the, a scout well, or a scouter. Oh, so you have to be a scout to do that, but you, you don't have to be an Eagle Scout to do that. No, 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 no. So in that. So that, I mean, that, that organization, that, that part of scouting yes. encourages um, getting involved ah, as early yeah, as obviously. you can. Um, and it, being a part of that helps you, in my opinion, get to Eagle, but so it's not required. That, and that thing in the other thing. Uh-huh. Um, the in, listeners are going to love in this. life. <laughs> no, because I bet you they have no idea. Yeah, so there they are, probably will. There love are this. handshakes and there's things, things and, and yeah. things. Yeah, for this sure. This is really cool. Yeah, there's there's. I'm all about there's admonitions societies. and things you can say to another birthday. person. 133, 33, yeah, three years, good. three months. I did it on purpose. If you're not into uh, secret societies, I'm not saying you should join one. That's. I think they're fascinating. They are just learning about them, but maybe you should join one and figure. <laughs> like I joined one and. Um, no longer a member, but I just joined it because I was like, these guys really control the world? And they don't. Yeah, it's a shame. They just eat steak. Womp, womp. But there's some cool stuff, and it has helped me in my career, in my personal and professional life. They can't, yeah, they definitely can. There's no yeah. doubt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Which so. is really with a point. You know, you're, they, they spin it off as like you're going to be a master of the universe, but in reality is that you, you know how when you meet someone – and the first time you meet him, you're like, no, I get good vibes, but I don't know him yet. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, like, the veteran thing, when I'm like, I meet an Army guy, what was your MOS? Or where right, were you deployed? Yeah. Or yep. when did you get out? Or Immediate connection. Whatever. Connection, but it, the more you think, you do the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, these, yeah. like, uh, secret societies is kind of like that. When you meet someone, you can shake their hand and be like, ah. And then you trust them, a, not fully, right? But right. Because tr- as you get older, you learn to. But it, it peels back yeah. a, li- a layer. Yeah. You can see a little bit. It advances your life, your relationship a little more. Sure. Which is good for jobs, which is good for business and networking. Club. Yes. Yeah. Because there's times that I'll do certain things, you know, things. There's times that I'll do things. Can we get a sound? Just any sound? Just pick one. Uh, Not claps. No applause. No applause. Sorry, the wrong one. I don't know what to play. Uh, I need to update. We these. can't do the uh, the banner. Actually, I need to look up. No, we can't do that one. Buzzer. Not d- wrong. No, it's, it's... Countdown. That works. <laughs> I just wanted to sound. <laughs> I can put on some folk music. 
We don't even have to do that. Actually, do do the song that we can't play, but you can only do like three seconds. You got because YouTube will pick it up. Turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel better. All right. That was all I really had. Um. Yeah. We were Get on our YouTube page. Yeah. This was the point. We told you that the podcast wouldn't change, and it hasn't. Nothing's changed. It's still the same. It's just us catching you up. We don't have a whole lot of business news right now. There's not a lot going on. No. Nope. Um, some of that will pick up, and so will some of the whitetail stuff. I have, I, we actually have a a log of whitetail related and whiskey related topics we want to cover. We're just some of it is it requires us to kind of game plan a little bit how we want it, especially now because we're including you as yeah. as the viewer. Um, we want to do it in a way that is not just us staring at each other talking, yeah. but can also involve you a little bit. So there's things we want to try and bring into the studio. And also, these early episodes of us because we're not used to being on camera. You, you see a lot of, as the guy that's editing them all, you see a lot of stuff and you're like, eh, no one's going to notice. But there's some stuff in there. <laughs> like, you'll see stuff and be like, uh, they forgot they're on camera. Because I'm over here, like, picking my nose, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to get used to it. I just did it earlier. I pick, I picked the scab right here and I'm, like, playing with it. Nice. So it's going to be all on YouTube. So like, they've already seen it if they're here this long. <laughs> that's but, fun to think about. Also, all of our content starts out a little slow. And then, as you know, picks up as the whiskey is introduced into our spirits. I think we, I think we can both agree, though, that for our for our video videos, not the podcast, uh, but some of the other content we're doing, that we're going to try harder to uh, be a little more excited from the from the yeah. from the jump. It's not that we're not <laughs> excited; it's just neither of us are. I think we're both honestly, if we're being if we're being honest with ourselves, I think we're both a little nervous with the camera and just trying, yeah, to, trying to get comfortable with this whole setup. So thank you for being here and being yeah. a part of this growing process. Thank you to our executive assistant also, for helping us today. I need to know, we ask for feedback and sometimes we get, sometimes we don't. Uh, the intro video, I think it's too long. I don't know. I think it's, too, I wish I could do a Trump thing. I think it's too, I don't know how to impersonate people. I think it's too long. I think I it's know. too long. Uh, but let me know if it's too long, if you like it or don't like it. I have, I tried to make it funny. It's funny to me. And <laughs> yeah, you laugh. My wife laughs. But y'all don't really know us. Like you know, I don't know. It may be. I don't know. Just I think there's there's little things that people may not pick up on in that. Yeah. But whatever. I it can, it can also it can also change as we continue yeah, to we capture. Wanna, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna evolve. I um, think it's too long. Honestly, I think the smoker block parts need to come out of it, and okay. we just we just do not the smoker blocks, just us. Um, and also, a lot of the promos we post is going to be us talking about our products. And that's intentional. The entire video is, of course, we're going to plug ourselves doing our own videos. All right, we got to meet these people. We, we, we're out of time. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Catch you on the flip side. I don't know. Bye. Bye. <laughs>